Aloha, it's Kiana, and here are today's top Hawaii headlines from the editors at the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Also, huge mahalo to Long's Drugs Hawaii for sponsoring the show. Head on over to your nearest Long's Drugs for all your shopping needs. The U.S. Defense Department today announced the permanent shutdown of the Navy's Red Hill bulk fuel storage facility, along with the removal of all the fuel. The tanks leaked petroleum into Pearl Harbor's tap water, sickening nearly 6,000 people living in military housing at or near Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin made the decision today based on a new Pentagon assessment. His decision is in line with Hawaii's Department of Health's orders to drain fuel from the Red Hill tanks. The military has relied in part on fuel from the Hawaii tanks and will now move to a more dispersed fueling system for military ships and aircraft in the Indo-Pacific. Governor David Ige today called the decision great news for the people of Hawaii. Meanwhile, Hawaii's congressional delegation issued statements lauding the decision to permanently close Red Hill. They also stress that the military needs to be held accountable for cleaning up the environmental contamination from the facility. The search continues today for a 25-year-old man from New Jersey who was reportedly swept out to sea Saturday on Kauai's North Shore. Kauai police have identified the man as Matthew Prezios. Kauai County authorities say rescuers were dispatched shortly after one in the afternoon, following reports of two swimmers in distress in waters off Lumahai Beach near Lumahai River. Bystanders say one swimmer made it safely to shore, while the second was seen being swept out to sea. Prezios is 5 feet 11 inches and was last seen wearing blue swim shorts. Anyone with information about the missing swimmer is urged to call KPD Dispatch at 808-241-1711. Thousands of American troops have deployed to NATO countries in Eastern Europe as the Russian military resumes attacking Ukraine. But U.S. troops in Hawaii and the Pacific are continuing their missions in the region. Officials say they aren't expected to join. Secretary of State Antony Blinken recently did a Pacific tour to meet with allies, including a stop in Hawaii to talk to Japanese and South Korean officials. Much of the discussion centered on China. Now the Russian invasion of Ukraine is on the minds of officials and analysts in the Pacific. Russia has frequently spied on facilities and training exercises in Hawaii. Most recently, the U.S. military tracked a spy ship off Hawaii in January. Governor David Ige in January proposed $100 rebates or credit to every local taxpayer and each of their dependents, but the prospects of that happening appear to be slim. Two bills in the state legislature would authorize the rebates, but the proposals haven't gone anywhere. The reason appears to a failure by Ige's administration to navigate federal provisions for spending coronavirus relief aid or an unwillingness by key lawmakers to grant the rebates. That would amount to $400 for a family of four. Ige's proposed rebates would cost an estimated $110 million amid a budget picture where state tax revenues are expected to produce a roughly $1 billion surplus. The state's budget department is challenged with complying with federal coronavirus aid spending restrictions. 
Janice Okubo has retired after 21 years as a public information officer for the Hawaii Department of Health. Although her name and face are not widely known to the general public, she was usually the point person for reporters to contact during the pandemic and the Red Hill water crisis. Reporters sent inquiries to the department about controversies such as former President Barack Obama's birth certificate, along with other health scares including and dengue fever. Okubo joined the health department in 2000 and served under seven directors. She also represented the department when two of its top leaders, state epidemiologist Sarah Park and then-director Bruce Anderson, came under intense fire for their handling of the initial outbreak and their resistance to mass testing and getting outside help for contact tracing. Okubo says it's time for her to focus on taking care of her own health. Before the pandemic, the communications department consisted of Okubo and another staffer, plus a part-timer from another division. With pandemic-related federal funding, the office is now staffed with seven. For more on these stories and all the latest headlines, subscribe to the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Visit Hawaii's top source for breaking news online at StarAdvertiser.com and download the Star Advertiser mobile app. Mahalo, have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.